Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, including Steven Universe, Gravity Falls, and Rick and Morty. I'm Dylan Eisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Hello. Today, Delaney and I will be discussing the latest episode of Rick and Morty, Look Who's Purging Now, uh, the second-to-last episode in the second season. As always, our Rick and Morty podcasts are may not be suitable for younger audiences, much like the show we are discussing. Uh, you can check out everything about this podcast at overlyanimated.com. And uh, I I'll apologize if you hear any background static. This is Skype's fault. So I can't. I can't uh, typical Skype. Typical Skype. I can't deal with it this time. Usually our audio is very good, I assure you, if you're listening for the first time. Uh, so yeah, let's get into... I, I, I assure you, yes. Uh, so let's get into this episode of, of Rick and Morty. Look who's purging now. Uh, Delaney, what did you think? I liked it. It was very sassy. Um, I will say I don't... I'm not really the biggest fan of this concept. Like, I haven't seen The Purge. When The Purge came out, I was like, I have no desire to watch this movie. I think this idea is stupid. And then I had to deal with that year. People were like, Purge in Louisville. Oh, BT Dubs. I'm from Kentucky. That's where I live. So we, we, can, we, can, we can tell. Don't worry. Oh, oh wow. Okay. <laughs> Shh, ignore Dylan. Anyway. Uh, like, so I'm just... I don't, I'm not really a fan of the concept, but it didn't bother me in this setting, I guess. It reminded me more of uh, the movie Zombieland. Yeah, which this, I, I mainly, could see that. Which I think mainly is because I've seen Zombieland, so like, that's what I was thinking of more because I actually haven't seen The Purge. But I liked it. It was funny. Um, I enjoy, always ha- enjoy like torturing Morty. Um, and the B-plot was like too meta, almost. Like, we're going to have this plot that no one cares about because no one cares about Jerry, but I don't know. Like, there was a lot, like, wow. Like, wow. Deep stuff. Yeah. I mean, how, how, going, back to your, going back to your point about the purge, how can it be such a bad concept if this uh, planet goes to it again after it ends? You know, <laughs> they go to it twice. <laughs> it was pretty but, fun. You know, I don't. You know, it's, I don't know. I liked it, and very typical Morty. You know, oh, there's a pretty girl, and then it just completely backfires on him, just utterly. Well, I don't know if this was typical Morty. We explore new facets of Morty's character. We in... did, we did, yes, but like it all started off very typical Morty. Yeah, um, I also have not seen The Purge, but you know, I don't think you need to. It's just the concept, <laughs> which yeah. they explain in the first one minute of the episode. So that's okay. I have complex feelings about this episode. Uh, not, You're saying mine aren't complex. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying more so than my more. Normally, I'm like either this was an incredible episode or Rick and Morty, or this was not up to snuff, and this is kind of in the middle. So, but it's not in the middle in like some uh, in like everything is dulled. Uh, it's like it has average humor, average narrative. What's What's interesting about this one is that it, it like excels in some areas and kind of is not great in other areas, and it and it comes out to like this average episode, like humor wise. Um, I laughed very little in this compared to other episodes of Rick really? and Morty. Yeah. Uh, that being said, it was still very clever and interesting. Um, narratively, it was. I don't think it was laugh out loud funny. It was. Yeah, exactly. It was not laugh out loud funny. It was maybe. Um, it was very. It was very meta the entire episode. They have a lot of uh, fourth wall breaking and um, just what uh, fourth wall is there one? There's none in the show and lampshading. And uh, they use it to okay effect. Um, the problem is, you, ideally, that uh, lampshading would be done. By lampshading, I mean uh, pointing out a narrative device that you're using or pointing out something else from the show. Um, ideally, it would be done in a stronger episode. Um, because if you lampshade um, when your episode's not great, then it feels really bad. And we almost get to that, I think. 
because uh, this concept, you're like Delaney said, is not incredible. I mean, it's fine. It's but it's not. This episode isn't super clever like past episodes of the show, right? Um, so, like normally, the show takes the sci-fi concept, takes it to its beyond this logical conclusion, and is super interesting. This episode completely to doesn't to an absurd level. This episode completely does not do that. Uh, so it's weak in it that regard, and it's not, and it's weak in kind of humor levels. But it's great in character. It's great in narrative. It does not have the B plot problem that the weaker episodes of this uh, show have. Um, and uh, it's also what I lo- also I just love the character interactions here. I it's more so in this episode than maybe any other of the show. I just thought, wow, there's a really realistic portrayal of a super complex real life interaction that I have personally had. Um, so maybe this episode resonated more to me in terms of dialogue and character interactions than maybe any other show normally does. Uh, so it's hard. So you can't like not like a sh- an episode that achieves that for me. Um, it's true. But at the same time, there's it's not super strong, right? Uh, so well, I mean, well, Ed, why, why isn't it super strong? I don't know. What what was <laughs> there's there's good one liners, I guess, but there's nothing that I thought was particularly great. And, um, it's, it's, and it's like, okay, it doesn't have to be funny, but if it does, it has to be super intelligent and interesting for the show, which it sometimes is. Um, and it wasn't that either. So it kind of, uh, falls flat, but excels in areas that I'm not used to, uh, used to Rick and Morty excelling at. Uh, so I mean, let's go into specifics talking about the, uh, the fourth wall breaking and stuff that the self-referential humor, I should say that instead of lampshading. Uh, that's a more clearly used term. Because right in the beginning, uh, we have uh, Rick saying that we're going to go back to basics after a pretty intense mixed bag of a year. Um, which is inc- <laughs> it's incredibly like self-aware, because that's exactly how I described the season of Rick and Morty. Yes. Like, but last episode, I'm like, we had eight episodes, and there have been four that have been excellent, and then there have been four that have been pretty good. And that's literally half and half. So I, I and the family's been like weirdly involved in all of it. They they have that's true. Yeah. So okay. So that's the the, the earlier point of the line being that it's just going to be Rick and Morty now, right? That's the that's what Rick is saying before he says back to back to the basics. Just Rick and Morty. Um, after an intense mixed bag, I'm I'm not sure how they're so aware that the season was mixed. Like because obviously they didn't know the fans' reaction when writing this. Um, so it's, it's possible that I'm misreading this and this was a commentary on season one. Uh, but I thought season one was generally considered extremely strong all over. Yes. So, I mean, I mean, I mean, they could just be, you know, generic, like weird things happen, but like, it's not like it's been weird for Rick and Morty. Like this is very typical Rick and Morty things. So so yeah, it's all, so you're saying it could meet mixed bag might not be referring to critical quality reaction. Uh, but it's it's just too per- it fits too perfectly. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, it's maybe it they maybe they know I mean, you know when they're when they, they didn't know. have a super strong episode. Maybe that's the takeaway is that they knew. Yeah, I don't know. But, but then it's like why? It's like why don't you make it better? <laughs> they, yeah, exactly. it's not that easy. Probably you know. Well, I know, but like, but you know what I mean. It's, like, it's yeah. It's a, like a lot of times you you think that shows aren't aware that they're not episodes of shows aren't aware that they're not great or shows in general, but maybe. Uh, Maybe there are more than we think. Anyway, that was it, it, that really sets the tone for this episode because uh, it's it's there's like ten comments like that, um, and that line I I 
I think that line's endearing, but it's also like you're calling it's it doesn't really work when you're calling yourself out for being not for being not as good yeah. as you should be. Uh, it doesn't make up for it, you know, uh, no. like one one of uh, one of my pet peeves in terms of kind of intelligent, quote unquote, TV shows of which this is one. Um, and the other type that I think of is community of which is heavily related to the show is that uh, it's it's really annoying when you're trying to be smart um, about yourself being um, about your own show when your own show is not what you want it to be. Uh, it's like self-referential humor that doesn't land when the critical quality is not there in my eyes. Um, it seems to me, it seems like it's just the show thinking it's more smarter than it is. Um, and I also think that's maybe true of all self-referential humor, but it's disguised when it's just genuinely funny. Yeah. Um, so this, I, I don't know. So I mixed feelings about that line. Like on one hand I did, it's kind of crazy how, how accurately I would say it describes the season on the other hand. Yeah. Um, Maybe just maybe the go-to play is to try to just uh, have a played straight strong episode of the show, which I also think this is an attempt at. Right back back to just Rick yeah, and no, Morty, pretty simple concept. Um, maybe maybe like they're aware that last episode and episode five are like not the greatest, so we want to just uh, go back to this uh, very simple thing. I think that that is a miscalculation though um, with this show because the show isn't great because it's simple. It's great because it's crazy. Yeah. Right. Well, I think, well, I mean, I, well, that's the problem anyway, if you assume, like, you can't, I mean, that's part of, you know, entertainment, you have to assume what your audience is going to think, but to do it like this isn't necessarily the best route, but I also think the mixed bag is still more in reference to the quality of the B-plots, maybe. Uh, I mean, than, it could like, be, that's pretty specific takeaway, episodes. you know. But I mean, but talking about, but I think I'm still, I mean, I'm just focusing more on the back to basics rick and morty like yeah okay yeah so you're saying the point of it is that uh we want to go just back to these two yeah um I mean, granted i think summer's a wonderful addition but when we have the whole family it's like what is going on yeah no when you get the parents i don't think summer is nearly the problem i think it's the parents no no when it's, you get them summer's in, great yeah it's when you I get the parents summer. involved we've had a mixed bag at at best you know yes at best. Uh, so um so and then and, and then when you like have that with how meta this b plot was yeah it, i think that's probably the big takeaway from that line it, it could be the, it could be uh another uh if we're if back to basics refers to kind of the simplicity of plot direction which you're saying it's not um i all buy that but if it is then uh this episode goes big with its uh action and violence which uh, yes. is uh, it doesn't work, I think. No. So, well, so we've already had an episode where we were like, you and know, we, and we've we, already like pointed out gratuitous violence. We just had an episode where we lampshaded the gratuitous violence. Why are we going back to it here? Like, and and this way is even more obvious than before, without even like saying something like blah 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 gratuitous violence. Like it's the purge. But yeah, the entire concept is gratuitous violence. That's true. I wonder how this episode would have landed without the previous one, um, before it. I, I'm not well, sure. Well, I mean, I definitely, I think, well, for me, like, when I watched it, I was just like, okay, whatever, like, everyone's dying, whatever. Like, it probably would, like, I mean, obviously I had a reaction to Morty, but, I mean, I think I maybe would have had a stronger reaction to Morty and cared a little bit more if we hadn't just had, we ha if we hadn't had people being brutally murdered, like, for the past, like, forever. 
Uh, yeah. So maybe, like, the entire thing with Morty's character is supposed to be really striking, and maybe it doesn't land as much because we just had the shocking violence episode before this. Yeah. And we, and the entire concept of this episode is we saw shocking violence happening before that, right? I can, I can see that, yeah. I don't think that Morty character weird thing, um, worked super well. It was okay. It was, well, I mean, they, they happened for, like, two seconds and they knocked him out, so. Yeah, and then, um, they lampshaded at the it end with, have, uh, It didn't, yeah, and it didn't have room to breathe. Yeah, that's the big other big self-referential thing at the end. It's um, uh, remember those candy bars we got in the first act. There's purge and all. Yeah, that didn't crack me the up. first act. So they're literally. Yeah. That's first act. like what show says. Some members that thing that happened in the first act, which isn't like, like I don't think we like we talk about acts on here. I don't think that's terminology that the average TV viewer uses. Um, so it's just you know like <laughs> maybe they can get away with it because most people don't um aren't yeah. super familiar with that but at the same time also they're just very aware of what they're doing um yeah. don't worry you're the same old morty your character is totally protected right so right which that was funny i mean that would be the big discussion we'd be having right now if that line wasn't there it's what is up with morty's character this is totally out of character for morty he's this moral yes. beacon on the show and he just killed everyone <laughs> but uh, but again the candy bar is actually purging all free and what do you what's your what do you think of that at the end well, one, like, it's hilarious, and it was played for laughs, and then... Like, I don't know if they're actually commenting on anything. I think it's just, like, an absurd back and forth that... And... Yeah, no, it's just, a, it's one of those, like, it's pretty much, like, the dead bodies in the backyard. It's, oh my god, and then we're never going to talk about it again. For yeah, for sure like, we're never going to talk about it again. Except uh, maybe, like, three episodes from now, and we'll vaguely mention it once, and then it'll never be heard from again. Well, that was the previous one. I don't know if we'll get into it with this one. Uh, speak, but, get, let's, get the, let's get the Doctor Who discussion uh, going early. Yes. <laughs> this person all thing at the end reminded me, without getting into specifics, because spoilers, of the last episode of Doctor Who. Um, if you go Which back... Scene, wait, oh wait! I thought you did. Oh, you didn't watch the. I ending. only watched half of it. Okay, well, which I watch it after we do this. Oh yeah. But... Okay. If you go back and forth on something enough times, then it loses all feeling. Is is the kind of the relation yes. here? Um, oh no, I I didn't have to see the whole episode. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't it's know fine. if you do. We'll see. It happens at the end, so I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, w- back to Doctor Who discussion in a minute, which of course this show is. It's one of its two main uh, source material takeaways. Um, I don't know about source material. It's not uh, adaptation, like but one. I think I think even though the show is obviously just Back to the Future, I think Doctor Who is number one um, in terms of yes. in, ter- in terms. Can we talk about the Tic Tacs. Uh, why? Because it's literally, I have a jammy, it's a jammy dodger, like it's a cookie. It's literally what that was. I don't understand the reference. Okay, uh, whichever episode it is, it's when we get the Skittle Daleks. It's a, like, the, the Daleks are reborn and there's like an orange Dalek, yeah, okay. a blue Dalek. This is, this is part of the, the Moffat period I've blocked is, out. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I think that's with one, um, that's with, no, that's with, with um, Winston Churchill. And that's when they go back to World War II. This isn't so, se- this isn't selling anyone on watching Doctor Who. <laughs> this is the absurdity right. of that, yeah. Anyway, but the Daleks and they're like going to blow up the TARDIS or whatever and the doctor's like, "No, I'm going to like he's like he pulls out it's a cookie. It's very clearly a cookie." 
And he's like, I'm going to blow your ship, whatever. Like, he's like, I'm going to blow the TARDIS yeah. up and, like, kill us all, whatever. And the Daleks are like, no. And it's a jammy dodger. Like, it's a cookie full of jam. Okay. And it just looks like something. And then, so, that was the whole, that's when I said that last night. I was like, oh, okay. Who? Because he pulls out the Tic Tac. I thought you were referring to something else. There's another, there's another Doctor Who thing I want to reference to. There's a lot of Doctor Who things in all of this. Okay. I don't know if they're specifically referencing that scene. They could be. I personally have no recollection of that. But that's a very Doctor Who my favorite scenes i'm so upset Dylan. you're right it's a very doctor oh. thing for rick to do is the the, the faking of the weapon i'm holding a do- i'm literally yeah. holding a box of tic tacs right now yeah especially i mean that's a classic dalek thing but yeah uh you've to outwit them instead of brute force them etc cetera, etc cetera. Yes. uh but yeah okay well since we're talking doctor who let's skip to the um wherever that happens uh it's it's in the beginning i think uh we have to uh observe right he has a policy oh, of yeah. uh the not okay he said rick <laughs> says he's a non-interference policy that's why they have to watch uh they just have to watch up in the sky instead of going down to save uh arthritia and arthritia i don't i, Ar- I don't arthritia yeah okay we'll talk about her yes. in a second uh that line is um pretty interesting because obviously it's making fun of the fact that rick always interferes right so um why are you staking this one time constantly Constantly interfering why are you suddenly that that's kind of and i think it's kind of uh, a little bit lampshading rick's behavior in this episode too rick is rick uh, because morty becomes the because from the moral to amoral character rick kind of becomes the moral character in this episode which is very odd to see he just he sees he stops him and he's like you can't kill her and then he like knocks him out and he's like okay show me the rich people which like Killing rich people isn't moral, but like it's it was well, it's it's moral in that it's like helping the you know yeah, the, the, the overall well being. It's like why does Rick interested in that? Why is he interested yeah. in? Why is he stopping the violence? Why in the beginning is he like, disgusted? Is Rick utilitarian? Is that is that what we're supposed to get out of it? And, and even in the beginning, he's like, oh, this is this is worse than I thought it'd be. Let's let's just leave, right? Yeah. yeah. So it, Rick is Rick is kind of off this whole episode. Like maybe like they they try to rectify the damage they did to Morty's character, but I actually think Rick is. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's damage. I think it's like Rick, Morty is more of an obvious contradiction. I think this is kind of a nuancing Rick's character a bit, and probably a good way. Uh, it's yeah, yeah. Yes, I would agree. I don't I don't know if it makes sense within the episode, but if you have this facet of Rick's character, I think it makes for a stronger one overall. Um, yes. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk uh, Arthritia, who is uh, has been deemed cat girl along with the rest of these cat people. Girl. But a cat girl. I I thought they were wolf people at first, um, no, but I guess they're cats. cats. Yeah. Okay. Um, so also, it's not obvious that all of them, all of the people, are cat people. I thought they were just random animals, but maybe they're just all cat people. No, they're all they all like look like cats. Like they okay. look like the Cathar in Star Wars. Yeah. Um, I appreciate them, these people not being humanoid. I've complained about that <laughs> before. Uh, we had one randomly humanoid people when it didn't make sense. Uh, what do you think? Okay, so Arthritia, she's voiced by someone who I'd never heard of. So that's the answer to our question is who she's okay, voiced okay, by good. before. Chelsea Kane, who I looked All in her right. credits. Usually I can find something in someone's credits that I've seen before, but no. <laughs> so no. that's that's very atypical. Um, what, do you, what do you think of uh, this character, uh, Arthritia? I mean, she's for me. She's just literally like the girl from Zombieland. Uh, she is. Um, what's her face from Zombieland? I don't. Um, whatever. <laughs> the older or the younger one? Yeah. The well, the older one. Kind of both, right? Because they're kind I mean, of the kind same of both. Ca- but... Kind of both because they're kind of the same character. Obviously, we're talking about Emma Stone, um, yes. who I was blanking on. 
Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree. She's kind of a non-entity, right? I mean, she's obviously a very yeah. important part of the episode, but they don't do anything super interesting with her. No, like, and then she, like, she betrays them, and it's, like, really, like, we all saw this coming. Well, that was good, the point of that. I think it was done pretty well. Uh, it's, I, my, my aunt, I, I remember, or Nana, I remembered her. Yeah. That was yeah. My, you know. And, and that's, that's more, uh, kind of weirdness from Rick. He's like, really? You just remembered your Nana now? But then she just goes, he just goes along with her anyway. Like, why yeah, did he no, do that? That's the most interesting part, is that Rick gets shot in the liver, to be Why honest. would, why would he allow, it seems like he's allowing this to happen. Why would he do that? Well, I think part of it is, like, kind of... Well, we've also kind of proven that Rick kind of, like, doesn't want to be alive, so... Oh, interesting, interesting. So you think this is part of but his the, self... Uh, this is a self-destructive tendency. It could be, yes. And then also, he might... he Rick also just generally doesn't care. Yeah. So... And also, he has the whole, like, he thinks he's smarter than everyone else. He's probably like, okay, even if this girl, like, attacks me, like, it'll be fine. Yeah, so he's, it's, like, yeah, he's, I, I, I think that's, that's probably true. I think this, uh, the. And it could be a mixture of all three of those things. Yeah, those are all good points. Okay, I'll buy it. You've convinced me. Uh, this, the entire thing with, uh, killing all the rich people that, uh, started this, um, like that's that's the part of the episode where we normally see this uh, crazy extension of the plot, um, but here it's just pretty straightforward. We never see why the straight, how the straight people yeah. are orchestrating it. We never see any mechanics of how it works. He just goes in there and just murders everyone. And um, in place of yep. the, the crazy, uh, the crazy, you know, next plot thing happening, we have uh, yeah. just gratuitous violence. So I think overall that segment of the episode is fairly not successful. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, like we got over the whole suit thing. Like they did it once, so I was like, okay. That's cool. And then they keep doing it. It's like, I'm over it. You're over the suits? Yeah, I'm over it. Like, I'm over Iron Man. Like, I'm over it. <laughs> is uh, is Rick an, a mixture of Iron Man and uh, the Doctor? Yes. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good description of his character. Which is really, which is why he's such a jerk. Because Tony Stark is a jerk, and the Doctor is a jerk. And then, like, you have just so much jerkiness at the once. Difference, the difference is that both the, the Doctor and Tony Stark, more so the Doctor than Tony Stark, are very moral. Um, yes. But Rick is not, so no. You could argue that Rick he's overall like, is moral, but well, he's 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 like the anti doctor, is what Rick is, kind of. He's he's Rick's he's, Rick's closer to the master than the doctor, except not really. Except not really, because Cause he's because like, he's humanity, you know. Yeah, like Rick isn't. I mean, you could argue that Rick isn't insane the way the master is. Rick is. I think Rick is closer to our current iteration of the master, Missy. Yes, like, I that, would agree. Because Missy he's, is more grounded than yeah, the, norm, he's the master more like Missy. Is. Yeah. I'm, uh, we've we've lost half our audience from talking about Doctor Who. Yeah, they're like, what? Okay. <laughs> uh, wh- wh- yeah, so her character, I don't know, she's fine. The most interesting thing they do with her is uh, her rejecting Morty at the end. Um, yes. For sure, that's like the only distinctive thing about her, um, is that uh, the whole I have a boyfriend thing, um, and then she just keeps going about it. Not trying to re- <laughs> just don't want to lead you on. Uh, stop <laughs> repeating it. I took it well the first time. Yeah, that yeah. was great. Uh, so this type of thing is uh this is the type of thing i don't trust these shows to handle well like here it was fine um well, i mean there wasn't anything to it like i've seen this literally this scene five bajillion the, the, okay times. yeah the, the problem is they're not like they're not the whole uh excuses there's not even you a have satire to, the whole like, <laughs> the 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 talk the feminist talking point of which i'm part of is the you ha- females have to make these excuses because males don't take no, I'm not interested in as an answer, right? That's very yeah, mainstream right. at this they point. They can only accept it if there's... If there's, like, another male, like, yeah, I think ownership, yeah. you know? Um, 
the pro- the problem is what is this what is this this uh, episode commentating on this practice? Uh, it's yeah. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Uh, it's, it's just kind of doing it. It was, I mean, it's funny that you like, uh, it's funny that like Morty is, takes it. Okay. And then she just keeps going anyway. I think that's pretty, uh, it's, it's the old, the way to take it is almost more, um, as anti these, uh, excuses types thing, which is not what I would want to see. But at the same time, the show never really comments on anything. It just has things happen. It's almost South Parkian in that regard. Um, but anyway, yeah, like that was the only like kind of interesting character moment with her. Other than that, we can, I guess, move on. Uh, let's talk the there's other stuff from the A plot and we'll go back. Let's talk the B plot, which is um, really well integrated into the A plot. This is the type of thing that the show should be doing, in my opinion. Yes. Um, like it's I, I really feel like the problem isn't necessarily the parents, although I do think that they're the worst characters in the show, especially Beth, which is unfortunate. Um, she's just really not that interesting. Uh, well, I think, well, at least she's not whiny like Jerry. Well, I'm not saying, I like, I personally like Beth better. I just think they've, Jerry yeah. is a more, like, well-established well, character. And yeah, stuff. we have Jerry, well, yes, Jerry's established as being the most irritating human being <laughs> on the planet. So, Which is, yes. I don't think that makes him a bad character, though, you know? Um, I mean, he's on a, I mean, he's on, like, well, I think, I think well, Beth is the, like clo- I think Beth is the closest thing on the show to a quote-unquote bad character. Yes, um, but Jerry is also, like, irritating of course he's annoying you know like that's his point that's his existence uh but what the show this episode does well is it uh the entire point of the b-plot is them doing something i won't say good or bad jerry is more of a character than beth uh yeah i mean i still think he's uh one of the problem characters in the show but uh you know he's yes yeah uh so this, this episode integrates it well because they're doing something related to the a-plot that doesn't necessarily always have to actually connect but uh it's not a 50-50 ratio because the parent interactions are less interesting. It's like a 80-20 and the 20 is related to the 80. It's just really well handled. Uh, I just like the, I mean, it's just so meta. Uh, like the meaningless conversation. Okay, so this and... is, so there's really two conversations um, here in this episode that I have literally had, which it's uh, it's easy for a show to just take a conversation that is pretty typical among all people. But to me, this is harder because these are conversations that are really complex in nature and not something that I think could be easily captured on a show. And the first one is um, Summer's reaction to uh, to, to uh, Jerry saying, I don't know, what did he even say? You on your phone, right? Uh, yeah, so, he's like, what are you doing? Are you on your phone? And, oh my God, my dad says stuff like that all the time and I just freak out like Summer does. It's It just <laughs> constantly happens. And... I've never ranted this eloquently about it, but this captures my feelings on these it's statements so very, very well. She said, my choice is to say nothing, be sarcastic, or bark yes like a tra- trained animal. <laughs> You're so holding good. me verbally hostage. And like, I, I didn't, I don't know, this, again, I didn't like laugh out loud at this line while it's happening, but I'm just like super engaged at this and it's... Like, it's so, well, it's so great. It just... Ish. It's like it's like what we talked about with the show that like they'll say things that normal people would say and like they don't play it off as clever like the like the funniest thing I mean you could think of to say that Rick just says it and it's like not even funny. I I agree with but, that. Yeah, it just moves on from then, it very fast. But then they do things like this and it's just like oh my god, they put it into words. Yes. I have not seen this. <laughs> it's incredible. This is the perfect um I you would want I would want to say this, this clip. 
Yeah, all exactly. I'd want to say this is the perfect teenager thing, except like I'm past that now and it still applies. It's it's almost the perfect it thing. Applies of, always. Is, I'm wondering, is this like a familial interaction thing or is this just a general life um, uh, kind of talking about nothing type thing? I, I like, think it's a general life thing. Okay. Because so, so you think you, could, you you have the urge to say this to you, to a friend or something? Yes. Yeah. Or like with, and I will say I'm guilty of this. Because I'm one of those people that, I mean, I can do silence, but, like, if I'm in a room really long time with somebody and it's quiet, like, I have to say something. I mean, I'm also, it's also not even obvious that what Jerry said is, like, a bad thing to say. It's almost that, it's almost that Summer just can't handle the minute interactions of life, um, which I totally feel. I totally feel that. But then it's also, and it's also just, like, when you know, like, we all have a Jerry in our life. (laughs) And, like, sometimes it's not even the thing. It's just who says it. And it's like, oh, my God, Jerry, just go have a life somewhere else. Interesting. I don't, I don't know if the... For me, it's not so much it's just the person that sets you off, although I can see that, too. I could like, see that, too, as another aspect of it. Like, yeah. I definitely have that in my life. And it's like, like if you said something, it'd be fine. But if, like, somebody else, I'm like, no, like, it's the end. I like, think it's I think it's about different, uh, quote-unquote, power dynamics with different people. Yeah. And it's not actually power dynamics, but that type of thought process. It's like, what what's your interactions like with this person? And... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if it's someone who like you're enamored to, then if they say you on your phone, you won't you won't react like this, right? But if yeah. it's someone who, yeah, okay, I can see that. Um, so this was just I, I don't know. Rarely does the show wow me like this scene did, and it's for something so simple like that. Uh, the other one, I think you maybe you won't uh, you won't uh, agree with as much, but it's I not agree with you. Just I, this is just something a literal conversation that I've had before. Where is it? Um, it's uh it's they're talking about uh okay so they're sitting at the end after the non-interference policy um and uh rick and morty this relates to them being moral characters amoral characters and um morty's it's it's the it's the um the your medals in the mail scene right which is a great which is a great line on its own yeah that was in the preview for last week too Uh, but they're talking about uh rick's like you don't want to watch this and uh and uh, he's like, if there's a video online of someone being decapitated, you won't, you don't click on it. And Maury's like, no, why would I? Um, and Rick's yeah. like, no, me neither. It would bore me. And so personally, I have just had this conversation many times with my friend Logan, and he is Rick in this, and I'm Morty in the scene, and we have had this exact conversation. He's like, I go on our watch people die. I'm like, what? What, are, what type of person are you? Like that you would. Per- purposely yeah. watch people die but there's people who there's many people i'm not you know I, I say it indignantly in kind of a funny way to him it's not like i think yeah. it's a super morally wrong action it's kind of a morally neutral action but i do think it's yeah. kind of it's like what does that say about your person that you find this yeah. uh entertaining oh but my you actively seek it you out actively seek it. <laughs> oh man uh totally not it's like not only is are these realistic interactions i've almost exactly had these conversations and i feel like these are not captured in any other media that i have consumed no other media has has i has i just seen people discussing people dying like that um well i haven't i haven't had that experience so i can't relate as much to this conversation but yeah yeah i do understand and comprehend you do understand and comprehend yeah so the that, that this that's my favorite aspect. Oh, I, assuming that I was making fun of you, I see how it is. Um, so that's okay, like what else? What else would I assume? Probably nothing. That's fair. Uh, so, I, uh-huh. uh, so that's my favorite aspect of this episode is these uh, these dialogue these dialogue moments that they have, and they're just so wonderful. Um, 
what what other i don't remember what we're talking about. we're talking about the b plot okay and so that was the first aspect of the b plot the it's second so the second aspect is the taddy mason stuff right uh <laughs> i totally didn't jerry is such a sad human being going to admit this totally went over my head on first viewing uh second viewing i got it though um, no i got it like i mean I, like it didn't i mean the whole point is that it doesn't make it sense. doesn't make sense till the stinger but i also it also didn't connect for me in the stinger the first oh, time no, i was dying during okay. the stinger like dying second time it's i still it's still again not super laugh out loud moment for me but it, i i it was very clever and i think it was very I mean, well handled. part of it like is like you you couldn't even understand what they were saying like his name like what are they even talking about and, li- and literally the whole time you're watching that scene you're like shut up jerry just shut up like, yeah when she's it, on the phone and they're dying like just shut up yeah exactly it's 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 obvious now looking back once you understand the joke which is uh he's thinks taddy mason is calling because taddy mason llc calls him because so he can have yes. someone to talk to right uh but like i didn't even you know i didn't even necessarily register the name while it was happening i didn't have any concept of i, I thought he was like making up a name based off of what he heard yeah. or something like that um Pop, so that's a potential execution problem on that front from the show. Well, it's also, but it's also a joke too, though, because they're always making references that either aren't that, that real don't exist. Okay, so you'll, yeah, that's the thing. You also almost think this is another reference to something that doesn't yeah. exist, especially because, like, especially because Rick is like, you're talking, you're saying a name that uh, <laughs> that no one's ever heard of before on a space phone, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. I uh, just because I didn't get it doesn't mean it's bad execution, but I'm saying potentially yeah. if other people had this experience, then it might have you know. Um, it was it was a complex it was a complex gag recurring gag here and um, I it do think uh, overall even if it's it takes a second viewing it's fine so it, it was that was one of the stronger aspects of the episode I think this uh, running Taddy Mason fun. thing it also is it. totally Jerry and um, him paying someone to talk call him on the phone Jeez. and talk to him like Jerry just I'm just, just shaking head Jerry who's just, uh, just sad yeah. pathetic human being the other um, aspect of the B plot uh, the last one is the uh, when Summer and Jerry kind of like are reminisce on things and actually are happy with each other again after they have, uh, and then Jerry ruins it and is like, I need some money. And then Jerry is the money. So I don't even know what to think of this part. <laughs> so Jerry needing money is like, I didn't okay. Know Summer had a job or I forgot. She I didn't know job. Summer had a job either. Yeah. Like, did we know this? I don't know. Like, Maybe it ha- it didn't yeah. happen this season. It might've been in the first season. Um, so the aspect of this, which I like is the, just getting along, with someone really well after you just uh, don't even want to hear what they're saying, right, type thing. Like, again, I really relate to this with me and my dad, um, where I can just be fine with him after I just can't handle him saying something basic, right? Uh, yeah. So I, I feel like basic, not like basic, like <laughs> slang, so basic? not no, that, no, not the no, slang no. version of basic, the um, <laughs> literal no. version meaning of yeah, basic. No, yeah. And uh, no. so I think that's a really realistic portrayal. I don't know what to think of that turning into Jerry wanting money. I feel like that's, was, do you think that I feel like a potential negative uh, critical interpretation of that is that it was a forced gag at the end of a genuine moment. Well, I mean, by the same time that it's like an actual thing though, like that happens. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I th- this is this is just a general ploy, like continuing to make Jerry literally the worst person yeah. ever. Yeah, so so I'm not so. sure what's <laughs> my yeah. And that's the best thing though is like Jerry isn't even like a bad person. He's just like the worst. He's, he's the like, worst he's not in even, the like, mean or like bad. He's just the worst. The worst in the slang usage of the worst. He's right? just yeah. like like it's like. It continues to go back to the weird dreamscape thing where, like, he's literally a slug. Like, he is the human equivalent to a slug. It's just who he is. That's just who he is, yeah. Uh, so I, I do think that there's an element here of these uh, Jerry being the worst is is uh, tread upon territory already. 
Um, and we don't need to do that again. Uh, but also, you know, I, I really did enjoy this, the B-plot. It was maybe four minutes total. Um, and it integrated well with the A-plot, and it featured a really genuine interaction. So I, re- I, I really did like it. And also ended with one of the most clever gags from the episode. So really successful B-plot. I just B-plot. the meta-ness. The meta-ness of... The uh... meta-ness is the most important thing So what, what aspects of the meta-ness? I don't know if we talked about them in, in the well, B-plot. Well, it's just like... Everything with like the meaningless conversations, like it's this this B plot is just the culmination or just the just embodiment of Jerry as a person. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this is meta in the same in like a self referential way um, that we we're talking about. Well, before. it was it was in a self referential like I think. I mean, this might be reading into it more, but like, granted, that's kind of I guess that's the idea of meta is that you know like all of the B plots have kind of been have been meaningless and then we get these actual meaningless conversation with um jerry and summer so i think in that way it was to like these b plots like this b plot like which and it's funny too because like the b plots for a while have like not meant anything and they're like useless but then in this b plot where it's like really useless it's, it's, it's the most immediate yeah you actually yeah, do something it actually relevant, does yeah. something for the plot so okay like, yeah so I, I don't think they're lampshading anything but they might be subtly self-referential is what you're saying so Perhaps. yeah okay um do i don't think you're, i don't i don't think i've sold you no but. but that's okay it's 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 uh i i can buy it i think you're thinking on a deeper level than me for the plots. So that's always appreciated um i do I, I my reaction overall liked it and that wasn't sarcastic by the way and uh it was, actually it was not and um and uh the so let's go through let's run through we're running kind of long um because we've had great discussion yes. uh let's let's run through the uh rest of the stuff and then if we hit something we need to talk about that's fine um something that stands out to me from the beginning of the episode is uh rick talking to the the, the general store guy who comes back he's like hey old man i bet you do some uh what do you what, what do, i don't remember yeah, I bet you do some bad stuff yeah some bad stuff he's like oh i do some pretty bad i've done some pretty yeah. bad stuff yeah, i love so his voice in that it's so you know, great his voice is really good it was in this it, like, it, in... like, it made me all like like creepy crawly and like <laughs> even though it made me feel really uncomfortable i loved it like i was like yes oh i don't know who <laughs> voiced just, him but it, it was just, great yeah it, made, like, it just made my skin crawl and just is perfect by the way i said i didn't know who voiced um <laughs> two pilots so, uh, last week on the podcast they, the 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 spider woman in gravity falls uh chelsea peretti was who voiced her oh, by okay. the way that was incredible she's on brooklyn Mountain nine apparently okay. in a comedian okay. okay there we go um that's that's our uh editorial correction for the day and uh what else happened in the beginning uh just the explanation of the purging concepts right also well, and then more doctor who too is that like oh what? we need viper fluid let's stop at this random planet and you, you think like, that's doctor who evolved? ian have you guys evolved enough yet oh yeah to... yeah but i feel like that also works in the show without a... well it's not unlike the doctor having to refuel the tardis every bajillion that's true that's true i can buy that yes yeah. yeah uh or like there was something too like I can't remember now. But like granted, I might even be remembering like a really old Who episode like from like the sixties, where it's like, oh, we're out of this, we have to go find it. Like that's always the thing. So yeah, uh, we talked about uh, moving through my notes on the episode. We talked about Atricia shooting Rick. It was really funny. Uh, this he's... is the hardest working liver. Yeah, the, the hardest. Yeah, that's what I was gonna the say. Universe. Rick's the hardest working liver in the galaxy is what I put down. Yeah, so good. Pretty. That's a great line. I love um, that. Then we talked about the Tic Tacs. Um, 
Okay, the, okay. What we didn't talk about is the lighthouse guy and his screenplay. Oh man! So what's what's the brilliant angle of this? Is that uh, uh, we all know this person won? No, not no, no. It's this is like a this is like a fantasy character parody, and he's like, you can use my lighthouse if uh, I tell you my tale. Um, and his tail is just his screenplay that he's like, written. So good. Like what? <laughs> okay, so that was that was. I really like, appreciated he, he that. He goes from NPC to like annoying artist. Yeah, exactly. He's. It tr- turns out this because uh, this planet. I feel like that's also this entire planet is like. Is it a, a medieval planet? Because it also like they also have screenplays and stuff. Um, I feel like there's other aspects of that too. They have light lighter. They have wiper fluid, but they're a medieval planet. So that's also. Yeah. Well, um, it's like, and it's like a Western town. It's also kind of Western too. Yeah. Like it was very like when when I saw the preview, I was like, is this literally Back to the Future three? Like, is that all this episode's yeah. going to be? So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can use my lighthouse for beacon sending on the condition that you listen to my tale. Um, and it's not awful. And it's, I don't know if it was <laughs> pretty judgy here. Oh, and the, another genuine, genuine interaction. I mean, according to Morty. So here's number three. The third genuine uh, thing that I've, that I got out of this episode is uh, Lighthouse Guy's reaction to Morty's criticisms of his, uh, his screenplay. Um I've had this from many, many people who uh, are like, yep. okay, please, yep. just many, this is not even about it, this is many people who are like, okay, please criticize my work, and then you criticize them, and then they freak out like that. Totally yes. real thing. And uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I am, I'm someone who does this, I'm aware, is a character flaw that I'm working on, but I also know other people who are worse than I am, and I'm just, just like, oh, just, chill. Just don't do it to the extent where you get pushed down your lighthouse, yeah, and you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. As long as I don't get pushed on the stairs and break my neck. This fine. one less, um, less, uh, in, uh, I don't know, intelligent or not intelligent. It's just, uh, this is more of like a superficial, uh, general life interaction thing rather than them somehow yeah. nailing some specific, uh, complex interaction yeah. that I've had. Although this is kind of a not super talked about reaction type, type thing too. It's true. Um, well, it was also, it was exaggerated to almost an absurd extent. I feel like this was kind of exactly what happens. I mean, he well, could, he I very mean, quickly well, he very quickly freaks out. But other than that, you know, I mean, it might just be the voice actor. I don't know. Like, I've never had someone like get that angry that quick. <laughs> get like, out! Get out! Yeah. Yeah, no. Like, I, I wouldn't. I don't. Th- I've never had anyone kick me out of the lighthouse. Okay, like uh, that hasn't happened. And then Morty, after he freaks out and pushes down the stairs, you like that? You want me to cut to three weeks earlier when you were alive? That was, that was brutal. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Savage. <laughs> Savage. Uh, yeah. Okay. What else? Wait, missing. Um, you're just shooting corpses after. Well, then he's like, "You just purged." Yeah. yeah. Well, them using purge as a verb this entire time. Yeah. That was so dumb. Yeah. Which is really funny though, given next week's episode. Given next week's episode. Like squanchy. Squanchy. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see what they do with that. I I don't know. This the preview for this last week was actually pretty representative of the episode. Um, it was for the first time in like forever. Enough. Yeah, for the uh, first time ever. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Um, uh, Rick and Athresia's dance at the end of that violence scene. I feel like this show goes towards dancing too much as a gag, and I don't know if that works. What? What did, did you did you think that was funny? I don't know. I was just like, what's happening? I know? mean, it went on a lot longer than I would have liked, but it was funny at first because it was just very like Rick, like, yeah, let's dance in the blood. Like, OK. Yeah. And then then the last thing is the uh, them trying to figure out how the new society works at the end um, mm-hmm. was great. Um, oh, God. 
oh, that's not a, that's a real job. Oh, and making food is, um, designate a period of time where you can get this hate and rage out of our system. Just it happens very fast. It just, it's really funny because like, it happened, I mean, it happened really quickly, but it just, I don't know. It's it also really is just, funny. it's still an absurd concept. Yeah. When we make fun of society while we're all stuck in society, it's just a fun thing. It's a fun thing. It's a fun thing. Okay. So I think, can you think of any other, um, and then we had the stinger we talked about with Taddy Mason. LLC, stinger, just yeah. amazing. Uh, can you think of any other specifics you want to get into? I feel like we, we got everything. Um, can, I, think I think we're good. Yeah. So I, maybe I'm more positive on this episode now that we talked about it. Cause like I said, there's a lot of things this episode does, which I really like, but also just compare this to the, the fart episode, the big three for this season, the fart episode, um, episode four with, uh, the, all the, the fake family members. And then, uh, the, um, Stephen Colbert episode with the yes. battery. Um, uh, by the way, I've seen convergence on that episode as the best of the season. Uh, okay. By a lot of people. That makes sense. The battery episode with uh, that's the same one with the incredible summer beepot with Rick's uh, with Rick's uh, ship. So, see, um, that makes sense as being everyone else's favorite. Like, like for, that makes sense for that to be the general favorite. Yeah, I agree. It was. I think it was. I understand why it's a general favorite. I still disagree, though. I think also four. because literally everyone has like they are obsessed with Inception. So. I mean, the Inception episode in season one, I love that one. So I am yes. also in, I, Inception, genuinely one of my favorite movies, but still. I mean, I know. love Inception, but I'm just saying that that's, that's another thing that, like, literally everyone loves Inception. Like, I don't know. To I'm, an absurd degree. We'll see what uh, the consensus is. And this end. is coming from someone who, like, references Inception on, like, a daily basis. I mean, so. you have to. It's just, like, a, yeah, a verb now and stuff. Like, yeah, I was like purging. Is purging now going to become a. Uh... I don't want it to. Can okay. it not? Uh, I will now use purge instead of kill on a regular purge. basis. Okay, that, that's already happened though. People have already been using purge like that since purge. Well, when it out. was relevant, you know, when like there was the whatever purge thing happening, you know, like uh... stop trying to make fetch happen, Dylan. <laughs> Uh, I will continue to try to make purge happen. No, I probably won't. But I, I liked how they used it in this episode. So I don't know. I, it's like I said. I, oh, I didn't even finish the point that I was making. I don't think this relates to. Uh, I don't think this competes with those top three episodes. If you want to, no. if you want to say this is as good as episode one, which I think would I would rank number four, I would be fine with that. Um, I would probably put it as five. But uh, I need to go back and rank because there's one of these that we disagree on, and I can't remember which one it is. Uh, episode three, I think. Because there's like I just really loved it, and you were like IDK. Yeah, I mean it was fine. Like that, I I'd probably go uh, this episode one, this episode. Um then either episode three or the other i figure we'll have a ranking whatever the, the lowest one is uh is episode five i think everyone agrees on that one show me what you've Probably. got although that might be the most quotable line from the show show so, me what you've got yeah. like the voice acting in that episode though is also we're always talking. going to say show me what you got so okay so yes. that's all for this week's podcast i'm dylan nice and that's danny still you can find all of our stuff on <laughs> overlyanimated.com. not all of our stuff but uh links to our stuff <laughs> most of it uh you can support this podcast at patreon.com slash over animated big huge thanks to our current patrons uh shana mitch cordell beatriz nate andy and jamie aka hana fever mitch cordell university beatrix strange buzz like here and mailman and um uh, you too can have a cool nickname yeah you too can have a cool nickname patreon.com slash overly animated only one more episode discussion for rick and morty uh 
uh, although I'll check out. I'm probably going to put up a little video summary thing on YouTube of this to try to connect uh, a YouTube audience more to our podcast audience. That's kind of the intent of that, which will then link to this podcast. Um, and uh, so, yeah, only one more episode, Rick and Morty episode this season, although we'll probably continue Rick and Morty in some fashion. Maybe we could do a season one rewatch. I don't know if I told you about that or not yet, that idea. No. Um, no? Well, maybe we could do a season uh, I don't know. It doesn't need to be on any review. I, 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 these, these podcasts do very well listenership wise. There's a lot of Rick and Morty fans. So um, going back to season one might be a good idea. I don't know. We'll see. This... We don't even have to do all of it. Maybe we could do like our favorites. Like this is Delaney's favorite. I don't even, yeah, favorite. I don't even remember what my favorite is though. So I'm probably just going to have to watch all of it anyway. You know? It's, it's just an idea. Gosh. No, you're right, because we don't need to do 10 separate podcasts. You're yep. right. Yeah. Okay. Um, unfortunately, join us for the season finale next week. Um, although maybe up uh, later than normal, I'll talk to you about that after this. And uh, <laughs> So many surprises. Surprises, yeah. I mean, because I'm just remembering these things to talk I'm about never, now. I'm never, this never happens. Like, Look, there's a surprise-filled podcast. Um, and... Actually, no, that was the only ones. And yeah, so join us then for the last episode. It'll be exciting. Squanchy's back. Um, and they're all dressed Apparently up for some reason. Yeah, yeah that was... a wedding. Yeah. I'm assuming it's a and wedding. And Beth says she squanches her family. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, stop saying it. It's gross. We'll see where this goes with that. Oh, Squanchy's getting married? Is that, uh, is that the plot? I'm I don't know. I'm assuming that's what it is. Okay, well, we'll see. Maybe I just have marriage on the bring, though, because I know my cousin just got married, so maybe that's what I'm like. It's a wedding! Did you bring up Squanchy to your cousin? Uh, I wasn't at the wedding, so no. I mean, if you were, would you have talked about Squanch? Okay, that's that's that wasn't that Probably funny. not. <laughs> that wasn't that funny. That's okay. I apologize. Um, not for offending, just for the unfunniness of no, what I was saying. Just, so thanks. Just said, just, no. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see I would next. have said it. They would have been like, are you okay? Uh, also, coming? check out uh, Moonbeam City if you have not. We're podcasting yes. on that probably this week, probably. And uh, that show's well, pretty good. Um, and you're going to have, you'll probably have your, not you, the audience will probably have our Rick, our Rick and Morty withdrawal and Moonbeam City might be a good one to overcome that. So, yeah, check that out, and thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.